Give me a uh, liter of cola. A what? A liter of cola. Liter of cola. Do we make liter of cola? Well, you just order a large farva. I don't want a large farva. I want a goddamn liter of cola. I don't know what that is. Liter is French for give me some fucking cola before I break loose fucking leg. All right, all right, relax. Welcome to another edition of No Brains, No Headache podcast. This is episode 24. I'm your host, Jordan, and I'll be joined shortly, as always, with my co-host, Matthew. On today's show, we're going to do a recap of our weekend. Matt and I hosted the first ever NBNH Football Fight Fart Fest Fiesta Extravaganza on Saturday. It was quite the success, so we're going to talk about that. Follow that up with the Olympics of Shitty Halloween Treats. We're also going to briefly go over the Olympics of Hangover Food, which mysteriously did not make it in episode 23. Follow that puppy up with Mini Helmet Fantasy Football. Plenty of unfinished business to take care of from week 7. Then we're going to glide into week 8. New rules coming your way. Follow that up with the NFL CAT scan, where we check on the health and status of the NFL. Then we had a roundtable discussion with five guests. Yes, you heard that correctly. Five guests in studio on Saturday. I had Nick, Parker, Zach, Blease, and Brett all in studio where we talk about God knows what. Let's get it on. Hello, loyal listeners. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you about a giveaway that Matt and I are doing. This is the NBNH podcast Halloween 2020 Yeti Rambler giveaway. To enter, you're going to want to go over to Twitter, find us at NBNHpod. That's our Twitter handle. Scroll down our feed and find the NBNH podcast Halloween 2020 Yeti Rambler giveaway. To enter, reply to the tweet with a picture of your best Halloween costume. It can be from the past or present. We don't care. Matt and I are going to choose a winner on Halloween. We're each going to find our two best, put those names into a hat, and draw the old-fashioned way. So on Halloween, we will DM our listeners, keep those open, and we will be announcing it on next week's podcast. Good luck, be safe, and have a happy Halloween from the boys at No Brains, No Headache Podcast. Matt, how was your slash our weekend? It was fantastic. Um, I want to say too successful because I got so drunk. What was it we had? And if you can say it in one try, I'll give you a dollar. The NBNH football fight fart fuck (laughs) fest extravaganza. Yikes. The NBNH football fight fart fest fiesta extravaganza. It was a success. We watched... Chelsea versus Man U earlier in the day. What did you think of that game? Uh, snooze fest. Honestly, not a lot of shots. Yeah, that's the NBNH curse for you. you. We watch a game and no scoring happens. Then we watch UFC 254. It was a pretty quick fight. Yeah, it was. that was a great card, though. There was a lot of good fights. But, yeah, it was eventful. Yep. We got the boys later on in the show with us that we recorded on Saturday. Drinks were involved, so beware of that. I want to give a huge thank you to two other podcasts out there. 
Matt and I were on Stranger Nags podcast with Riley Nagel. What did you think of being on another podcast and Riley's podcast? Uh, I love Stranger Nags. Just his, Ryan Nags, his mantra that he has is, his sense of humor is so different, but it's so, like, uh, enticing. And it just keeps me entertained just listening. And the fact that he can do it solo is great. Because I could not do a solo podcast to save my life. Yeah, Riley Nagel, very entertaining host of his podcast, Stranger Nags Podcast. We were on episode 34. We did movie theater traditions. We also did Olympics of Halloween movies for his listeners. And then we did what I think is pretty cool, the Red Baron review that he does of Hubie Halloween. What do you think of his review system? Uh, I love the review system, but Red Baron pizzas suck. How dare you say that? They are a step above Totino's and a step below, like, they're basically jacks. They're run-of-the-mill. Great. That's what you take out of the question I just asked. So how it works is a 1 through 5 rating. We gave Hubie Halloween, like, 1s and 1.5s, if I remember correctly. So that was a lot of fun being on Stranger Nags podcast. You can check them out on Spotify. You can also check out... Their Terrified and Tipsy podcast with Courtney and Stephanie. Just like us, they enjoy some drinks in the form of wine, and they like to discuss scary movies, which is also the theme of Stranger Nags podcast, where he reviews movies, TV shows. The girls are fast-paced. They're pretty witty, um, and and they get a little silly. I think that might be the wine talking. They helped us out on Twitter. Check them out at PodTipsy. They're a lot of fun, and you can find them on Spotify and Apple. The cool thing about both these podcasts, Matt, is they are along the Halloween theme. So if you enjoy spooky season or want to hear about movies or entertainment, go listen to both the podcasts. Thanks again to Stranger Nags Podcast and their Terrified and Tipsy Podcast. Matt, last night, excuse me, two nights ago, the L.A. Dodgers beat the Tampa Bay Rays 3-1 to to win the 2020 World Series. It was Game 6. You didn't watch any baseball recently, have you? I followed it. I looked at it. It was 1-0 Tampa Bay, and then I saw Twitter was going bananas over the Rays manager for taking out a pitcher that was doing really well. Yep, Blake Snell. He was dealing. He was feeling it. He was at 73 pitches. From my understanding, the Tampa Bay Rays are a very analytical team, and so apparently that's what the the stats said was he needs to come out. But they immediately, the Dodgers immediately got a few hits and a few runs and went on to win the World Series. We looked this up the other day. The Dodgers were in the playoffs for like seven years in a row, and they finally won the playoffs. I'm not going to congratulate them. I'm going to say congrats to the Rays for losing it. Um, I don't know if you know Brett Phillips, but he's the man. He had a walk-off hit. It was crazy in, like, game three, I believe. And uh, he's got one of the craziest laughs in the MLB. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. 
This week's Olympics, no brains, no headaches, Olympics of shitty Halloween treats. Give me some Reese's. Don't give me a goddamn hard-boiled egg. Jordan and I went through, I don't know about you, but I did stuff I personally received. I did it from the perspective like of me as a child. Okay, I have I've did all of these I've actually gotten. Um, so I kind of want to get away from doing did not qualifies because it's just good candy. That's for another day. I did. I do have some, though, okay. since it is Halloween season. Okay. My DQs, which are an awesome treat in this one, uh, a 12-ounce can of pop. You know, they do, like, the small ones. When you get a whole pop, that's sweet. And the large uh, king-size candy bars. Those are awesome. That's all I'm going to say for DQ. Oh, actually, bag of chips. Nice, yeah. That yeah. is a nice touch. Even if it's a fun size, good. So I have a little disclaimer this week. Oh, boy. Uh, this was making its rounds on the internet. Okay. It is a sign that says, Hey, parents, watch out for these holo- these treats on Halloweens. Hollow- on Halloween. Watch out for THC-laced gummies. Okay. Cocaine fun dip. Nerds rope, but the nerds are crack rocks. Secret message M&Ms, and the M&Ms on this picture say, Punch your mom. Almond Joy, but with bullets instead of almonds. Chocolate-dipped razors. Okay, you you had me at the drugs, and I was like, we should go trick-or-treating. Now I don't want to anymore. A payday bar where the peanuts have been replaced with Tylenol PM. It's not so bad. And candy corn. Yeah. Just candy corn. I've been okay with candy corn lately, but I just... I eat it with, like, peanuts, and yeah. I mix it with other things. That's the only way I can eat candy corn. Okay, my lost in the metal round. And this is going to be on any list of shitty things. Good and plenty. It's my only candy on here. If you give me a list of shitty things that's happened in 2020, the fact that good and plenties are still manufactured is in my top three. Wow, that was a good and plenty pick. My lost in the metal round a mini Bible, like a children's Bible. You're out, you're dressed as the goddamn devil, and somebody gives you a Bible. Are you implying I need more religion? As Jehovah as my witness, give me a goddamn candy bar. My bronze medal, and this one I've gotten more than once, is an apple. Okay, I saw that one coming from a mile away. Yeah, I don't know why so many... I think it's because apple trees, they're just like, oh, we don't have to buy candy if we give kids apples. You know full well that I'm going to say 30% of the kids are walking down to the end of your sidewalk and taking that apple and whipping it right back at the goddamn house. Or just gronk spiking it. Oh, yeah, or throwing it at a car. Like It's just going to cause more damage than anything. That's true. A bag of chips isn't going to cause any damage. No. My bronze is a small can of soda pop, like, what is it, six or eight ounces? Yeah. But it's like Diet Dr. Pepper. Just a terrible uh, type and flavor of pop. It's like, don't even give it to me. Like, how, do you say no to Halloween treats? Have you done that? Uh, no. I don't, I'm, I'm so non-confrontational <laughs> that it just, I'd just be like... That is true. I'd open the door and the guy would just kick me in the dick and I'd be like... <laughs> Thanks. I'll be on my way. Enjoy your remaining years. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. It, also, if they give me like a a raspberry shasta, 
or something like that. I thought of that, but I kind of like that Shasta off-brand stuff. It's yeah, better than I, I, I do like the fruit punch or something Shasta, but like raspberry or something like blackberry or something. I don't mind squirts, but it's re- squirt, but it's really touchy. Yeah, or diet RC cola. Oh, there you go. Uh, my silver medal, a travel-sized toothpaste. Oh well, yeah. Anybody handing out a whole tube of toothpaste? Wow, good for them. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that would actually be a good trip. Yeah, financially well set. Yeah, but I don't. I'm a what eight year old kid. My parents buy me toothpaste. Maybe now, if someone's giving out toothpaste, let me know because I will go get a free tube of toothpaste. An eight year old kid doesn't need that. Eight year old kid would never brush his teeth if his parents didn't tell him to. Matt, I'm embarrassed by my list because me and you were on the same page, but yours must be a lot cooler going forward. My silver is good and plenty, and I'm just going to tell you my gold toothbrush and toothpaste. (laughs) Licorice is shitty candy, and if you hand out a toothbrush and toothpaste, come on, man. But now if someone's giving out toiletries, let me know. I'll dress up as an 8-year-old and go get some. (laughs) Finish out your Halloween. Okay, treats. my my gold. <laughs> I'm excited. My gold is so I got this one time and I had no idea until I was like dumping my bag of candy out. Someone had given me a baggie full of ten pennies. What kind of sadistic son of a bitch? You ungrateful bastard! You could have invested that in your future. I would have invested some cocaine up my nose at nine years old if they would have given me that. No, son of a. You give every kid 10 cents? Give them a goddamn dime. Don't package up pennies. You know the amount of time it probably took for them to do that? And the fact that I let it slip by and just throw it in my pillow? I'm glad you're being honest. I appreciate your honesty. Also, were you a bucket or a pillowcase guy? I was a pillowcase guy, but when I was really young and like not as tall, I would just drag it along the sidewalk so then a hole would form. And you just be spilling candy and night ruined. I don't know if you remember this, but when we were uh, probably like 10 or so, we started trick-or-treating from my house, and we went, and there was a a house on the corner. I know the exact house that had a take one, and we were like one of the first people there. And we were holding each other's bags open and dumping the entire bowl of candy into it. But if I remember correctly, we went back a little bit and... We didn't take as much as we originally intended. Yeah. But we still took half the bucket. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> and that's a that would be on my list. A terrible thing is to just take one because there's kids like me that would go right away and just take the entire thing. Yep. Your gold? I already gave mine. Yeah. My gold was a bag of pennies. Oh. What was your silver? Travel-sized toothpaste. Oh, sorry. I got off track there. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, why are you handing out toothbrush and toothpaste? Some guy last year in North Dakota, I this must have been an accident, but he was handing out bags of pills, and they weren't like the good pills. They were old people arthritis pills. Mm-hmm. Right by my old house. Well, got to do what you got to do. Matt, I think we should briefly gloss over the Olympics of hangover food from last week. I don't know what happened. The files got lost somewhere. Uh, from what I remember, had a few drinks last week. What I remember, the big thing was texture and portion size. Because remember, you are hungover trying to eat this food. 
Do you remember any of yours you had? I was a big proponent of what's not going to suck throwing up. Mm -hmm. So I had Thanksgiving dinner or lunch or whatever time you eat Thanksgiving, uh, delivery pizza. I think Mason had cold pizza, but I'm more of a hot pizza guy when I'm hungover. Um, One thing that was mentioned that didn't make my list was Mason mentioned biscuits and gravy. And I feel like that would be a fantastic hungover meal. Yeah, sounds awesome right now. I know gravy was a big part of our list as a whole, but my gold was definitely leftover boneless wings, just like cold ones. Uh, There was a lot of pizza, like you mentioned. Um, Hung Donald's. Everybody loves, you know, a little cheeseburger or french fry action. There was a lot of free ads. I'm not saying I conspired to purposely delete the files. It accidentally happened. There just happened to also be a lot of free ads. Mini Helmet Fantasy Football is upon us. Before we get to week eight, we had a wager in week seven with our guest host, Mason. Matt, how did it end up? I had 64 points. Okay. I'll get to my addendum of this. You had 80.2. Okay. And Mason finished with 92. Oh, my gosh. $5 from each of us to Mason. Me and you both got screwed. You and I. Whatever. Thanks, Mr. Schroeder. Um, Your quarterback had .8 points, but you had Devontae Adams, who had just a whale of a game. I drafted Joe Mixon as my flex, who ended up being hurt. If Joe Mixon, if I knew Joe Mixon wouldn't have been, I would have drafted Tyler Boyd. Would have had 28 points, which would have given me the win. So I well, I'm like, gonna I'm gonna Venmo Mason live on air. Because like, I owe him ten dollars from our fantasy football matchup. Now five dollars. Yeah, I'm just gonna mini helmet the, fantasy football. Five dollars is pretty steep, so I'm just gonna fake my own death. Nice. You're just gonna blow it off. I would leave the country if I were you. Yeah. I would say go to Canada, but Not allowed there anymore. Well, should we get on to week eight? No. You you don't want to? (laughs) I I think we we should follow the same rules as we did last week. I like that. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Um, I start first since I scored more last week. That's fine. Nice. Really grease the wheels on there. Who has a bye this week, Matt? Uh, The football team, which I started to love. I love Love the name football team. Uh, Cardinals, Jaguars, and Texans. So, My first pick, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I'm going to take this opportunity to take Patrick Mahomes. Quarterback. QB1, KC. My first pick is going to be the Detroit Lions. The Motor City Kitties, as Mason would call them. Uh, You just want to take nobody? (laughs) Pass. I will take Matt Stafford. All right, got a QB battle out the gate. My next pick is 
the San Diego Chargers. I'm going to go with my boy, Keenan Allen. Flex. Wide receiver, please. Just going in order. You get to choose any position and go in order. Broncos. Melvin Gordon. <laughs> He'll probably, I don't even think he's playing this week. Don't sound so enthused, Matt. That's my running back. My next pick. Give me the Saints here. 49ers. They have wagons for running backs. but I feel like I should have just go Kittle again. And I'm going to. Kittle, tight end, please. I should make you pick the one you dropped. <laughs> Much like the Viking seasons, they hit the floor. Yep. Sorry about that. Matt's third pick. The New York Giants. Saquon Barkley? Uh, you got Sterling Shepard. Give me Evan Ingram. Okie dokie. My fourth pick out of five, Mini Helmet Fantasy Football, Week 8. The goddamn Jets. How does this happen every week? Yeah, I mean, you go in P. Ryan or going to draft one of the fucking popcorn benders that they have playing wide receiver for him? I'm going to go Denzel Mims. Flex. It's a bold pick, folks. Was he a rookie out of, like, TCU? Uh, Baylor, I believe. Baylor. My fourth pick, Philadelphia Eagles. Give me Fulgham. Fulcrum. Nice. Fulgham. All right, what positions do both of us have left? I have running back. Uh, Fulgham's my wide receiver, so you have just running back, and I have flex. Okay, well, Matt, nice strategy there. For my running back, my team will be... The Minnesota Vikings. Is De- is Delvin playing? I should know this. Yep. You know what to do, Matt. Give me the chef. Give me Amir Abdullah off their practice squad. Uh, my flex from the Tennessee Titans, Tractor Cito. He's been picked a lot, I feel, the last couple yeah. weeks. I keep getting him. I don't know why I gave the bag back to you. It's over. You know, Finch, it's it's senior year. I mean, don't you think it's time you learned how to take a dump at school? When was the last time you looked at the facilities in the school? Let's get into the No Brains NFL CAT scan. Let's see who takes a dump this week and who did well this week. Matt, the floor is yours. This week, speaking of dumps, OBJ tore his ACL. Honestly, this could not have happened better for the Browns. Rashard Higgins is statistically better this year than OBJ. But the thing is, they have to play OBJ or he sexually assaults a practice field goal kicking net. It's something that's good for the Browns, bad for OBJ. I hate to see anyone get hurt, but he's kind of a terrible human, so eh. Staying in the division... The Bengals, I still feel bad for Joe Burrow. I think he's fine. I mean, they're getting to, they're getting into these shootouts. They're only going to get better. I mean, they have to face facts that it's going to take a little bit of time and look at the positives. You probably get a top 10 picks for the next, you know, maybe two years and then see what happens from there. 
The thing is, they did bring in a offense alignment, backup offense alignment from the Seahawks in a trade where they sent Carlos Dunlop and his like $8.5 million a year to the Seahawks for a seventh round pick and this offense alignment. So maybe that will give them some help, but who knows? Let's rewind back to Thursday night football. <laughs> Last week, already a week ago, time is flying. Giants versus Eagles. I thought for a minute there the Giants had it. And I was thinking of all those Giants fans out there. Then Danny Dimes broke loose, which was hilarious. Some guy at Buffalo Wild Wings hit a lever and a splinker sprinkler head pops up and Danny Dimes goes down. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. He tripped out of thin air and then... The 20-yard line came out of nowhere. Yeah, and in the World Series, that guy rounding third for the Rays, he tripped out of nowhere, just out of momentum. Crazy stuff happening in 2020. Then the Giants blow it late, and I hate the NFC East even more now. But, Matt, I'm still sticking with the Giants as my bold pick to win that division. (laughs) Any pick to win that division is a bold pick. Because A, they suck, the division, so do the Giants, I guess. And B, C, and D, red, white, and blue. Can't go wrong. My my pick for the NFC East is actually the Toronto Argonauts out of the CFL. I'm hoping they really push through this last stretch. I don't know. Appalachian State's looking pretty good this year. I don't know, Lloyd. The French are assholes. (laughs) The next game that I found just absolutely fascinating was the Falcons. Yep. They, this year, I looked at some statistic that they had like a 96% chance of winning four games and lost. They are losing in the most impossible way every game. They scored a touchdown to lose this week, basically. Yeah. The Falcons continue to fuck me. They beat the Vikings outright last week, whatever. This week, I play against Todd Gurley in fantasy. The motherfucker accidentally scores a touchdown. How do you do that? And then uh, my kicker, Young Hui Ku, fucking gets me two points. Yep, bow. Hey. Gets me two goddamn points, and I lose by less than a half point. The Falcons. Well, the thing is that Todd Gurley, if he didn't score that, they were just planning on waiting it down and kicking a field goal, which would have been points for you. It would have been, yeah, overcook, undercook. It would have, I would have won. But the fantasy gods, they don't have it that way. You know, that's the way she goes. Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. So, speaking of fantasy gods, I had, in Yahoo, they have 90, like I had a 95% chance of winning. Tyler Lockett. Breaks every single, single game record in Seahawks history and scores 53 points. And to top that off, he also had Russell Wilson. I was so pissed that I liked Tyler Lockett before. I despise him now. Mm -hmm. That's going to happen, especially when you get dropped 50 burgers. I've never seen over 50 points by a wide receiver. Or running back, for that matter. 2020, now you have. The Vikings didn't lose. That's my one takeaway from last week. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I wanted to talk to you about this. So, oh boy, trade deadline coming up. Yep. There's rumors swirling, mainly me just thinking about it. Are the Vikings selling before trade deadline? 
I could see them selling like one more I've heard, defensive piece. I've, I've maybe an old lineman. Harrison Smith and Adam Thielen are the two names that I keep seeing coming across. Yeah, well, Adam Thielen has a silhouette of Minnesota tattooed on his ass, so that white boy ain't going anywhere. Uh, also, I want trades. I need I my favorite thing in sports is drafts and trade deadlines slash free agency opening up. Do you um, enjoy the games at all? Kind sometimes. Yeah, they're okay. <laughs> it's like when people fall over nothing or also this week there might be a good Thursday night game. I get Carolina Panthers. Come on. Uh uh Okay. Let's party. Oh wait. Which one is it going to be for the Panthers? Honestly, I have no idea. Okay. Um, so did you see Jeff Garcia versus Cam Newton? Like uh... Jeff Garcia is an analyst, and after Cam Newton had 90 yards passing, three interceptions, and got benched for a guy that should be on a practice squad, maybe, said that Cam Newton should worry less about what he dresses like showing up to the games and maybe read his playbook. And people got mad at Jeff Garcia for saying this. I don't understand it. It's one of the more truer points I've ever heard. Good points all around. I have one last one. You saw Andy Dalton get absolutely decapitated, right? Decapitated. The thing about... So none of his offensive linemen went to have his back. Usually if the quarterback gets hit... Every offensive lineman just goes nuts. Yeah, get in their face. The last time a hit like that happened, Miles Garrett swung a helmet at Mason Rudolph. I think that after this hit happened, Andy Dalton was playing so bad, they were going to, and one of them was just like, whoa, we're probably better off. Hold the phone. I don't know. The Cowboys got themselves in a real hurt bag. I love how Everson Griffin signed there because he liked the Cowboys. Traded to the Lions seven weeks in. Are the Buccaneers good? Seems to be the talking point this week. They're like five and two. None of us picked them to win the Super Bowl last week. Now all of a sudden everybody's, you know, stroking the shaft of the Bucs. What do you think of them? I think they could be very good. I think signing Antonio Brown is unnecessary because they have Tyler Johnson from Minnesota. Uh, is it Scotty Miller? Yep. Is great slot receiver. They got two horses of receivers that they can count on. They got two great tight ends. They got running backs. Their defense is playing really well. I think Antonio Brown just kind of muddies the water because all he does is attract attention, and he needs attention. He needs the ball. Yeah, I think it's un- unnecessary if you ask me. It's, it's Everybody just... thinks that Tom Brady is going to like figure this whole thing out. That's what they said last year in New England. It lasted one week. I mean, he looked good in the one week. I wagered money that Antonio Brown gets cut before week 12. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. Also, I don't know if you heard the story about when Antonio Brown played that one game. He was so new with the Patriots that in the huddle, Tom Brady was telling him, hey, this is the route you're running, and he would just throw him the ball. Always Lee's down is down to shotgun a beer. Always down to shotgun. 
Well, we're here at the No Brains, No Headache podcast, football, fight, fart, fest, fiesta, extravaganza, joined in studio with Goulet <laughs> Nicholas, hello, Parker Oswald, who were our special guests who are Man United fans earlier. That football. game resulted in a 0-0 tie. Sick. Also joined with Bleez and Brett over here in studio as well. This is the most dudes I've had in this studio. How should I feel about that? Good. Uh, you, want, you want as many dudes in your area as possible. Yeah, really. You want to be attacked by men. It's, yeah. Especially strong men. Like more this. dudes equals more dudes. Oh, gosh. So let's just briefly gloss over the Man U Chelsea game earlier. I know we did some interviews earlier, but what happened, boys? Are you happy with the result? You know, honestly... Soccer can do zero zero ties for for what it was. I'm okay with it. Man, man you played well, and yeah, I mean, it's zero zero ties are like basically uh, getting punched in the face but not getting knocked out. So like uh, watching it and then them performing well is like you punching somebody in the face and them not getting knocked out and then their friends just breaking it up. So it's it's not that big of a deal, but it was just nice to see them play well against a good team. Awesome. So the whole point of the MBNH football fight, fart, fest, fiesta, extravaganza was for me, host Jordan Weichel of NBNH Podcast, to get into soccer more. So what's the one takeaway, and I would love an answer from either of you, what's the one takeaway I should take from the match we saw earlier? Good players playing good football. Big plays being made, good saves being made, things happen. It sucks. It sucks that it's zero zero. That doesn't happen very often, especially in a Chelsea United game. I mean, you should see even in a zero zero game, there was things that oh. happened like that. You know, like Americans are like, "What zero zero? Like nothing happened." <laughs> but you should have been able to see like it was actually a good game. There was events that happened, and unfortunately, it was zero zero. So the one thing I kind of took away from our conversations earlier was that you guys mentioned that there's never really a true underdog in soccer. Can you guys kind of explain that more words? Nobody's really counted out. Dude, there's just so many leagues and so many people are fighting for their place and it's such a big money grab that you kind of have to, like, be there in the moment every time. Like, you know, like the NFL, like maybe if you play a crappier team, like, you know, maybe you just get unlucky or have a bad day. Like, soccer, you really can't. You just can't can't have a bad day or you're screwed. Like I tried to tell you earlier, like... The Chiefs playing the Jets this year. Obviously, the Chiefs are going to win. With soccer, it's I mean it's constantly exciting because even you know when the Chiefs play the Jets in soccer comparison, like the Jets can win, whereas in American football, like the Chiefs are going to win. You know, so it's a, it's just one of those things where like you got to watch every game. Every game has its exciting moments and. Anybody can win. It's like Bama versus NDSU. Like, NDSU is going to win nine out of ten <laughs> times. Well, thank you for putting into terms that our inbred fans can understand. Now I want to shift our focus to UFC 254 with our guest Brett here. Brett, can you just kind of explain the fight that took place earlier? Who was in it and what was at stake? Um, I mean, there are two main events. The, the main event that everyone's going to pay attention to and watch um, was pretty much exactly what everyone thought it was going to be, unfortunately. Who were the two fighters? So it was uh, uh, maybe the best pound-for-pound fighter ever, uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov 
versus uh, Justin Gaethje. Kudos on the pronunciation. Heard a lot, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he's kind of the best all-around fighter ever, I mean, at this point. Um, not a huge fan of his, pretty biased since uh, he whooped Connor's ass, but every single one of his next fights is supposed to be the fight that he's going to lose, and uh, he dominates at least the last nine in the UFC. So he stated at the end of the fight that that's his last one. What do you think of that? We'll see, I guess. I doubt uh, it. The, the only person that's going to get him out to fight again after he uh, sounded like he promised his mother or, or he uh, he put his word out there would be GSP, and that's only because his uh, recently passed father, um, that was kind of his goal. That was his end goal. This was his end game. He wanted him to fight GSP, who... I mean, argumentatively, is is maybe the second best pound for pound fighter at this point in history. He's in retirement, so they'd have to pull him out. And I guess Habib at this point would have to pull out of retirement as well. One more question about the UFC Park. You want to get in here? I was going to say, uh, and for reference, the only other best pound for pound fighter would be Blease, who is also in the studio right now. Blease is in studio, not anywhere near Mike, for the sake of himself. <laughs> My last UFC question for you, Brett, is how do you think UFC has handled uh, the pandemic and everything with getting... Perfect. You Perfect. Have? I mean, get a crowd in there, but they're running. They've been running yeah. the entire time. Do you think the crowd has a big difference on... Yes, okay. for certain fighters. For certain fighters? For certain fighters. Others doesn't really affect them, so... Uh, there are some that it doesn't affect, and there are some that feed off the energy. Okay. I, if I can add, what's been a little bit of fun about the UFC with no crowd, though, you can hear punches better yes, than ever slaps. before, yeah. and and it's it. I mean, you can hear how hard guys get hit with yeah. with crowd. You cannot hear that at all. Yeah, that's human flesh against rubber. That's never happened before, right? Also farts. <laughs> yeah, as I would like to add, I mean, I don't know if you guys could hear really Ryan Lee's talk about this. I mean, he's been wrestling for several years now. Um, but uh, farts are a huge <laughs> part of fighting. So um, This makes sense because it is the football fight fart fest fiesta extravaganza mm-hmm. put on by No Brains, No Headache Podcast. Cannot forget about the fart. I have a question for all of you. Please can be included in this one. Roundtable, have you ever been in a fight club? Blay will start with you. I, talk about it, bro. You know, really, fight club, maybe not. I was in a gang, as we previously mentioned, though. <laughs> From uh, third to sixth grade, the Territory Tumblers. Got to give a shout-out. Learning a uh, lot. So, you know, maybe not quite a fight club, but we certainly did a lot of gang activities. <laughs> Me being Parker Oswald, who is notoriously very tough, um, I grew up fighting to the death on the streets. So, you know, like I can't name a lot of the things that I've done, but uh, for sure killed multiple. Please get in here. Uh, uh, well, so the the first rule of Fight Club here in North Dakota, Nodak, and uh, is don't talk about Fight Club. So no, there's 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 no Fight Club. Correct. Uh, very similar to rule number two. Uh, Unlimited soap. Talk about Fight Club is number two. <laughs> Do not speak about Fight Club. Rule number two as well. All right, so I've been there. Yes, Goulet and Parker failed. Blease and Brett passed. Question number one. Question number two. What are you going to fucking do about it? <laughs> Goulet, we'll start with you. 
it's you know again, like I said, the only times I've really been in fights was it ended in my gang in sixth grade. So I've I've put most of what I needed put to bed. Goulet yeah. was a cell sider in a north side gang. That's, that's never good. Yeah, it's it's always interesting, but I put my differences to bed, but also fight anybody. There was actually one time where um, Nick, who likes to claim that we're best friends, um, I actually fought him on the playground in kindergarten. No way. And um, he would maybe think he won, but I for sure kicked his ass. And uh, he would probably be much smarter today if it wasn't for fighting with me. So, brain damage. Please, what are you going to fucking do about it? Um, I'm going to not fucking buy potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> or whiskey. Or a proper 12 whiskey. <laughs> Rich and rare will do. Co-host Matt Cleary has walked into studio. Just Matt. That, is that the invisible Manti Teo? He's wearing a Manti Teo Notre has Dame. absolutely beautiful The, the Manti Teo jersey doesn't have the Matt, Manti Teo Matt, can you just stay in here for the, last, for the last question, and we'll do another round table. How many drinks have you had today? Once again, we will start with Goulet. Uh, you know, thanks to the uh, No Brains, No Headache podcast hosts, they've uh, they forced me to have about 12 beers today, so I, I'd say I'm about 12 beers deep. Um, I know we talked about the name of the podcast earlier, and uh, Shart was not included, so I did that myself, but um, I've probably had about uh, 12 to 13 drinks myself. Blee's just got here, so he's like eight deep at least. Uh, Lisa's sure drinking so uh, to my one. So. Matt, how many drinks you had? All of them. Good answer. Great Good answer. Fucking answer. Great answer. You heard it here first. Jordan Weichel reporting for NBNH. <laughs> That's all we wrote for this week, everybody. As always, you can follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We are available on Spotify, Apple, and Anchor. A census taker once tried to test me. Have a happy Halloween.